this, the second season of My Favorite Podcast. My Favorite Podcast. And I'm sure it's your favorite podcast to Much, Much Ado, Ado About, about nerding. nerding, a brother-sister nerdcast that discusses everything from pleasant peanut butter people to angsty agoraphobic anomalies. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies, and as always, by my side is my sensational sidekick, the girl wonder herself, my spoopy sister Sally. Hey, what's up, guys? So, what are we going to be discussing this week, Player Two? Uh, we got some SCPs on the docket for today. And uh, this is like a, an interesting internet phenomenon. Phen- some, something like phenomena, baby. <laughs> something like phenomena. Hey, there's some ASMR for you. You. I'm licking my li- I'm licking. I'm licking my lips like uh, like LL Cool J because that's all he used to fucking do. <laughs> Has to clean off his mustache <laughs> yeah. slash beard now. Um, so yeah, so SCPs. What the fuck is an SCP, Stamina? Um, I would classify them as like a, a modern day creepypasta. A it, modern. So the creepypastas well, are from like what? The fucking revolutionary I'm times. Saying, like, from colonial times. Creepypasta started like when the internet started to like get momentum. So I'm saying like. Obviously, Slenderman was probably one of the first creepypastas that we've ever heard mm-hmm. of, but mm-hmm. nobody's really, like, looked into the SCPs as in-depth as you have, <laughs> probably. I, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, but when, when I get obsessed with something, I actually do become obsessed, so yeah, I go, he like, delved. full fucking bored. So, yeah. uh, full fucking bore, actually, is the way that is supposed to be said. Um, yeah, so, like... Uh, uh, I think the easiest way to say it is that the SCPs are like this decade's creepypastas. Yeah. Now, they didn't hit as hard as the creepypastas did because I think, well, the creepypastas were the first time, like, just an online community banded together and just made a bunch of these creepy fucking stories. Mm -hmm. And they were all original. They were all fucking super new. I'm actually super um, disappointed slash surprised that studios haven't picked these up more. I mean, where is the Slenderman fucking movie? They made a few, nothing. Okay, stuck. major. I'm, I'm I'm talking like actual fucking money backing these things. Um, fair, 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 fair. And I shouldn't say actual writers writing the screenplay, but there's a difference between writing like a story, a narrative, and mm-hmm. and, and writing a screenplay. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you can adapt. Somebody who can who can adapt the um the the original narrative to a screenplay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where the fuck is that at? Well, I mean, like, you look at World War Z, it was already written in, in perfect movie form, basically. And then we have the movie form, and it's nothing like what we were given. So, I'm a little afraid for Hollywood to touch these, mm-hmm. um, but it would be really awesome to either see them on the big screen or even the small screen. I mean, could you imagine, like, if HBO picked up or if FX picked up? See, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Netflix. Because I, I think I think HBO has, I mean, I think Hollywood has their hands in HBO, maybe not as much as FX, but Netflix, I think if Netflix, <laughs> I need to turn my hat. <laughs> no, if, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking Netflix show for, for Creepy Or Pasta's. Amazon Original. Or, yeah, or the same thing, yes. You know, you know um, uh, some of the, the streaming services, small uh, production studios. I, I agree. I, I would love to see this. Um, as like a series that would be freaking could because there's so many because you can do like a creep show type anthology with mm-hmm. with uh, but instead of opening up a comic book it's you're browsing reading a file you're browsing through the web mm-hmm. and you're like oh fuck that's another creepy pasta mm-hmm. and it's instead of being like 
the creeper or the the um, the crypt keeper. It's like some like fat dude living in his mom's basement, just like reading fucking. He's like all Drinking pale. Code red. Yeah, code red is fucking awesome. But what about voltage? Volt. You mean just volt? No, just Mountain volt. Dew voltage. Oh, there's a Mountain Dew voltage. There See, is. I'm not that big of a nerd. <laughs> oh, and I'm thinking of Jolt Cola. I'm not thinking of Volt or Surge. Ooh. You remember Surge? Yes. You, oh, okay. I thought you were going no, too much. No, no, no. That. I remember that. Surge. Um, I think we might be maybe getting ahead yeah, of ourselves. Yeah, we, 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 got a, we got a little bit ahead of ourselves. So uh, for the rest of you who don't know, the SCP Foundation is a fictional secret organization that is charged with identifying, locating, subduing, and containing any being, object, or location that is unnatural and threatens the lives and safety of civili- the civilian population or humanity itself. Yeah, there's there's quite a few where these could probably easily wipe out the entire human Keto race. class. Pretty interesting. I, I had never really known about any of this until Joe became obsessed, as he does. That's and false. You introduced me to SCPs. 100% false. Was it, was it YouTube channels? They might have been YouTube channels, but that is 100% huh. false. I didn't know about SCPs until you we were living together. Yeah. And you introduced me to them. It was probably top five nukes. Scary videos. Or top fives. Because of Lucy McPhee. <laughs> I know. Huh. I thought it was the other way around. No. No, you definitely introduced me to you. Huh. It's in the notes. If I can see this Google document in front of us, you're not even looking at the Google document. No, I'm document. looking at my, my you Google document. You fucking son of a bitch. You horrible, horrible person. Don't have younger siblings. It's fucking horrible. Well, sometimes we're on our own page. Literally. Well, maybe you shouldn't be because you're not as old as me, therefore you don't know as much, therefore you're not as good as life. <laughs> at life. You're not as good at life. Anyway, SCPs. <laughs> we both. So you don't know. How, so that that gets rid of my first question. You don't know how you came across SCP. I have no fucking idea. I want to say it was a YouTube video because when you had moved here and we were living together the first time. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I was definitely just like on a YouTube binge trying to find anything that I hadn't seen before because as you guys know you go down these rabbit holes you see all these videos multiple 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 times um and yeah I'm I'm gonna say that that's probably how I came across SCPs yeah. it was mm-hmm. a YouTube channel slash video that I had seen and I was like what is this and then I looked into it more showed Joe and Joe was like oh this is creepy and then he became way more obsessed than I did yeah I've I, and I've only like delved into like the what, the generation one. Mm-hmm. They're at like generation five now. What is it like section section one section or five? Section yeah section yeah. one. Yeah. To section five, and I've only really delved into section one, maybe a little bit of section two, but mm-hmm. fuck man. Well, I mean that's what you get. So w- one of the cool things, and this is one of the things I wanted to bring up about them. One of the cool things about these SCPs is it's open up to any writer that wants to write. A creepy story, either an existing SCP, or make up their own SCP. Yeah. And and when we refer to SCPs, actually, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. An <laughs> SCP is basically an anomaly that is dangerous, and or just weird, unnatural. Yeah. That this fictional foundation kind of like keeps track of and incarcerates to study. Mm-hmm. And um, I I kind of call them like a glitch in the matrix, kind of. You know, something that isn't supposed to be there, but it exists. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to study it, find out what what makes it tick, tick, what what it what it does, why it does these things. What it do? 
<laughs> and uh, not all of them are, are creepy or harmful in any way. It's just, it's just like Joe said, unnatural, something weird. And why does it do these things? Mm. What is the chemical makeup? What is the science behind this? So yeah, it's, it's super interesting that these people have these creative minds to make these things up because I would not have in a bazillion years thought of half of less than half of these things yeah. that these yeah. people have thought up. So it's nod to the creative mind of human beings, I guess. When you're bored and you have something in your brain, you don't have a huge platform to put it out. There's your SCP wiki. Yeah. And, and, and that actually brings me up to my next point, my next two points. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I loved about this new way to tell horror slash and, and sci-fi mm-hmm. is that they're all originally written in, like, report format. Yes. So you, you, it gets a designated SCP number, and then you, you classify it, and then you kind of give it a description and, like, a little bit of, like, this is how we contain it and blah, blah, blah. And through that, you're able to tell basically the story of this freaking weird anomaly. And that's super cool. And then you can, you know, add tales after that. Right. You know, actual narratives on stuff it's done before or how it was captured. And then, like I said, people could come in and be like, okay, well, I'm going to write another story on the shy guy. Mm -hmm. This is just one incident in a hundred that happened with the shy guy. And as long as it's good enough, you'll you'll get reviewed and cleared by the administrators. The administrators of this wiki, and you'll actually become canon. Yeah, yeah. Which and is even awesome. all in, in even some of the SCPs on the the official wiki, they're not all canonical. No. And I don't know if that's because they're awaiting review, review or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think that's kind of that that's kind of cool. It's not just Wikipedia where. You throw it up there, and then it's going to stay up there until somebody catches it. Yeah, and, and g- kind of going back to the maybe getting picked up by a smaller production company, mm-hmm. you know, that's a really good way to get your name out there. You know, if you're if you're amateur writer looking to do this as a career, you know, if if your if your tale was picked by Netflix or Amazon, you know, this is a good way to to get your name out there. So well, yeah, and and, and you could even do that now, like. Just on the SCP, I think I think they're big enough. I mean, there's enough now that it's kind of like you might get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, but you could put that on a portfolio. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this is I I came up and it, it was it was reviewed and cleared by whoever does the wiki for mm-hmm. the SCPs. Check it out. It's on this. You know, it's SCP zero zero nine two four six. Document number yeah. eleven. And I and I wrote that. I created that character. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent off off my brain. Yeah. And then I mean, you could use that as your portfolio portfolio but uh, i mean another thing I, that really kind of drew me towards this is um we've said in a couple episodes back like the ghost story will never die there's a reason why the ghost story has always been around it's always been here it's all it will always be here yeah but this whole like sci-fi horror kind of it's not just like science fiction it's like extra dimensional it's extraterrestrial yeah, there's still ghosts and stuff in this too, mm-hmm. but it the fact that there is a almost omnipresent government agent agent yeah. yeah organization actually mm-hmm. let's uh, let's not say let's not say government organization but yeah there's this omnipresent organization that's looking over everything finding these things trying to get almost like the Men in Black just right. not as goofy mm-hmm. I th- I think that kind of dives into our culture nowadays like mm-hmm. nobody trusts the government Illuminati man. And it, everybody's all the Illuminati. It's all been planned for the last 2,000 years. Right. This is the way it's supposed to be. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Maybe. I'm not saying it can't. I'm just saying probably not. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's the fun 
of horror and sci-fi. It's it's the unknown. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? You, mm-hmm. you you this this could happen. This could have happened. These all could be fucking real, and we wouldn't know because the SCP Foundation is protecting us. And they're making it seem like it's just a wiki page where people yep. write creative stories. You know what I mean? Like. It, <laughs> Maybe it's it's up for debate. Is this all an elaborate hoax? You decide. So yeah, I think this organization, this this wiki page, this whole SCP thing storyline mm. is is super interesting and really fun because, like I said, not all of them are scary. <laughs> there's yeah, and, there's and some of them that are that are a good time. It's good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Um, is there anything else you want to say? No, other than you had questions, Selena. I, I had questions that you had already answered. Oh. <laughs> so without further ado, what do you say we hack this foundation's database and discuss some of the most interesting SCPs? Let's do it. Warning. The foundation database is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. SCP Foundation Mission Statement. Operating clandestine and worldwide, the Foundation operates beyond jurisdiction, empowered and entrusted by every major national government, with the task of containing anomalous objects, entities, and phenomena. These anomalies pose a significant threat to global security by threatening either physical or psychological harm. The Foundation operates to maintain normalcy, so that the worldwide civilian population can live and go on with their daily lives without fear, mistrust, or doubt in their personal beliefs. And to maintain human independence from extraterrestrial, extradimensional, and extranormal influence. Secure. Contain. Protect. SCP Object Classifications. Class. Safe. Safe class SCPs are anomalies that are easily and safely contained. This is often due to the fact that the Foundation has researched the SCP well enough that containment does not require significant resources, or that the anomalies require a specific or conscious activation to trigger. Classifying an SCP as safe, however, does not mean that handling or activating it does not pose a threat. Class Euclid Euclid class SCPs are anomalies that require more resources to contain completely or where containment isn't always reliable. Usually this is because the SCP is insufficiently understood or inherently unpredictable. Euclid is the object class with the greatest scope, and it's usually a safe bet that the SCP will be this class if it doesn't easily fall into any other standard object classes. Addendum. Any SCP that's autonomous, sentient, or sapient is generally classified as Euclid due to the inherent unpredictability of an object that can act or think on its own. Class Keter Keter class SCPs are anomalies that are exceedingly difficult to contain consistently or reliably, with containment procedures often being extensive and complex. The Foundation often can't contain these SCPs well due to not having the solid understanding of the anomaly or lacking the technology to properly contain it or counter it. A Keter SCP does not mean the SCP is dangerous, just that it is simply very difficult or costly to contain. Item Number SCP-049 Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures 
SCP-049 is contained within a standard secure humanoid containment cell in research sector. SCP-049 must be sedated before any attempts to transport. During transport, SCP-049 must be secured within a Class 3 humanoid restriction harness, including a locking bar and extension restraints, and monitored by no fewer than two armed guards. While SCP-049 is generally cooperative with most Foundation personnel, outbursts or sudden changes in behavior are to be met with elevated force. Under no circumstances should any personnel come into direct contact with SCP-049 during these outbursts. In the event SCP-049 becomes aggressive, the application of Lavender has been shown to produce a calming effect on the entity. Once calmed, SCP-049 generally becomes compliant and will return to containment with little resistance. In order to facilitate the ongoing containment of SCP-049, the entity is to be provided with the corpse of a recently deceased animal, typically a bovine or other large mammal, once every two weeks for study. Corpses that become instances of SCP-049 TAC-2 are to be removed from SCP-049's containment cell and incinerated. SCP-049 is no longer permitted to interact with any human subjects. Any requests for human subjects will be denied. Temporary Containment Procedure Update See Addendum 049.3 Per Containment Committee Order 049.019.17.1 SCP-049 is no longer permitted to interact directly with members of Foundation staff, nor is it to be provided with any additional corpses to be used in its surgeries. This order shall persist indefinitely, until such time as a consensus regarding the ongoing containment of SCP-049 can be reached. Description SCP-049 is a humanoid entity, roughly 1.9 meters in height, which bears the appearance of a medieval plague doctor. While SCP-049 appears to be wearing the thick robes and ceramic mask indicative of that profession, these garments instead seem to have grown out of SCP-049's body over time, and are now nearly indistinguishable from whatever form lies beneath. X-rays indicate that despite this, SCP-049 does not have a humanoid skeletal structure. SCP-049 is capable of speech in a variety of languages, though it tends to prefer English or medieval French. While SCP-049 is generally cordial and cooperative with Foundation staff, it can become extremely irritated or at times outright aggressive if it feels that it is in the presence of what it calls the pestilence. Although the exact nature of this pestilence is currently unknown to Foundation researchers, it does seem to be an issue of immense concern for SCP-049. SCP-049 will become hostile with individuals it sees as being affected by the pestilence, often having to be restrained should it encounter such. If left unchecked, SCP-049 will generally attempt to kill any such individual. SCP-049 is capable of causing all biological functions in an organism to cease through direct skin contact. How this occurs is currently unknown, and autopsies of SCP-049's victims have inevitably been inconclusive. SCP-049 has expressed frustration or remorse after these killings, indicating that it has done little to kill the pestilence though will usually seek to then perform a crude surgery on the corpse using the implements contained within its black doctor's bag. While these surgeries are not always successful, they often result in the creation of instances of SCP-049-TAC-2. SCP-049-TAC-2 instances are reanimated corpses that have been operated on by SCP-049. These instances do not seem to retain any of their prior memories or mental functions having only basic motor skills and response mechanisms. 
While these instances are generally inactive, moving very little, or in a generally ambulatory fashion, they can become extremely aggressive if provoked or directed by SCP-049. SCP-049 TAC-2 instances express active biological functions, though these are vastly different from currently understood human physiology. Despite these altercations, SCP-049 often remarks that these subjects have been cured. Addendum 049.1 Discovery SCP-049 was discovered during the investigation of a series of unknown disappearances in the town of Montauban in southern France. During a raid on a local home, investigators found several instances of SCP-049-2, as well as SCP-049. While law enforcement personnel engaged the hostile 049-2 instances, SCP-049 was noted as to watching the engagement and taking notes in its journal. After all of the SCP-049-2 instances were dispatched, SCP-049 willingly entered Foundation custody. So, with that report, what do you think? This is definitely one of my favorite SCPs. Mm -hmm. I, I noticed uh, <laughs> when I was looking at your notes, this is one of the ones you brought up as well. I love, love, love this guy. It's just, like, so shrouded in mystery that, like... Well, well, the fact that mm. that um, if you want, you can look up the fact that he keeps. So there's an interview on the actual SCP website, this uh, this wiki.net or org or whatever it is. Um, there's an actual interview that somebody like recorded, and it's between an SCP Foundation scientist and this plague doctor. Mm -hmm. And the plague doctor keeps referring to the pestilence, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as was explained in the report, but the 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 SCP uh, researcher, the doctor, is like, well, you mean the bubonic plague? And he's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Mm -hmm. So you're like, wait, what are you trying to fix? And there's actually a, a point when you're reading the notes from this, mm -hmm. I guess. There, there's a say that um, the plague doctor like points to his head when they're trying to explain the pestilence to one another. And he like points to his head and kind of looks at him like, you know. It's like, wait, are you trying to get rid of... Is the pestilence free will? It's not the bubonic plague. No. Just because you look like a plague doctor right. does not mean that you're trying to fight the fucking plague. Like he said, it, now it could just be he didn't have the scientific term for the bubonic plague. Mm -hmm. Is it free will that he's talking about? And another thing to bring up with that whole free will thing is that he says inside these walls, this highly secret clandestine government organization everybody kind of just falls in line and follows orders yeah. well he says the plague is it, it's seldom found inside these walls is that fucking why because the free will what if you're just following orders now i'm not saying just following orders like the nazis were just following orders. right right i'm saying like yeah you you, you go along to get along type stuff is that what he's talking about? And these things that, again, SCPs kind of make you think. They're almost like black mirrors. Yeah. Uh, up for interpretation, mm -hmm. I guess, mm -hmm. in, in that aspect. Because because if you if you look at this SCP, he's wearing a, a plague doctor's mask, you know, with that big, creepy, long bill mm -hmm. horn, mm -hmm. and he's got a, a, a cloak and everything like that. So, so you would automatically think, like, oh, this guy's just talking about, you know, the yeah. plague or, or, or some common illness that we know about scientifically today, right? But like you said, when you start reading into the depth of this, this SCP, it's, it's, 
What really are we talking about here, buddy? Well, when you look at him and he says that he, like, performs his surgeries and, like, he cures people, mm-hmm. they just become mindless zombies. Yeah, it's like a, a Dahmer effect. I don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer drilled the brains of his victims. Gave them lobotomies? No, it wasn't through the eyeball. It was, like, through the skull. He no. would drill multiple holes in their brain. And make in that them, attempt? In that attempt to make them mindless zombies. So I'm gonna go Mindless take, sex zombies, I guess. Because, like, did Dahmer know that much about, like, brain anatomy? I don't know. Because, I mean, I'm not okay with lobotomies at all, but at least there was, like, some scientific, like, hey, if we just get rid of this little part and separate both fucking hemispheres of the brain. <laughs> yeah, like, well, this will be fucking good. Yeah. Women won't be so smart mouthy. Children will just do what they're fucking told. Women will still bleed out of their vaginas, but they won't talk about it. Nope. They won't bitch about it. Hey, <laughs> um, bitch about childbirth. Hey, but he, the fact that he's also like extremely intelligent and very out. cordial. Yes. Like there, there's um. So if you look up like there's multiple uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube pages about this, and if you look up SCP Illustrated, I think that's my favorite. Mhm. Mhm. That's a good one. Um, you actually kind of see the evolution of their like artistic talent or they just hired somebody new <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no like the way their their voice actors play this off like it's super fucking good I, I i really love the fact that he's like oh well then this must be your like he's like looking at him like you must be the head doctor in charge and this dude's just like a researcher that yeah he's a doctor but he's not in fucking charge right right he's but like, this well, but this, this, this is guy's like yeah but hey, can i get some more test subjects please my 12th interview today kind of thing because I'd really like a human. I don't yeah. want just another fucking lamb. Don't give me any more lambs. No, and I think that that's where the uneasiness comes from with, with the plague doctor is his his cordialness and his intelligence. And I, f- I feel like it, there's a correlation between Hannibal Lecter and him in, in that aspect to where Hannibal Lecter, you know, is an intelligent man, very smart. But there's also that, like, weird uneasiness that you get in the back of your brain you know what i mean when you when you see him or you talk to him well with hannibal lecter uh, one of the things i actually really like about him is that he lets you know that he's a narcissist oh yeah absolutely i am not gonna help you if you think you're smarter than me Mm -hmm. for one because if you're smarter than me you don't need my fucking help Mm -hmm. but also two you need to feed my fucking ego motherfucker (laughs) and i think it's in red dragon when he says that and he's like well you then you think you're smarter than me and he's like no i know i'm not fucking smarter than you and you, that's that's when he starts to get agitated. And he's like, well, no, give me those pictures and I get to keep the pictures. And then he walks out and he's like, fine, I'll fucking help yeah. you. But yeah, this this plague doctor has this, this essence about him that makes you uneasy. Yeah, and this air of arist- or aristocracy. Aristocracy. This air of aristocracy and just, I'm smarter than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you have to give in to that. Or I'll eat your brains with a side of fava. Or I'll eat your <laughs> liver with a side of fava beans and nice Chianti. And and the fact that he's he's hiding this pestilence, you don't know what the pestilence is because. Where if it were me, sorry, I'm gonna say I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna be like, I would eat just like your left butt cheek with a side of pinto beans, some green chili, and a nice cerveza. Ay ay ay. Oh fuck. God damn. That's what you get. Beer all over my fucking crotch area. 
It's beer, I swear. Gross. Okay. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, Plague Doctor. Super I think creepy. Weird guy. Um, the fact that he's keeping the pestilence a secret is also uh, an as uneasy feeling that you get from him because well, you have no idea know. what he's talking about. Is and he crazy or now is it's, he... Now it's, just, now it's just semantics, basically. Because mm-hmm. he could be blatantly telling us what the pestilence is, but we don't know where what background he's coming from mm-hmm. to discover what that could be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or is he just too smart for our own good? Well, he's, I think he's just something. I don't know. Good one, though. Zero four nine for Halloween. So, so the next one. So. Yo. SCP-087. This one is a staircase. Item number, SCP-087. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-087 is located on the campus of the... The doorway leading to SCP-087 is constructed of reinforced steel with an electro-release lock mechanism. It has been disguised to resemble a janitorial closet consistent with the design of the building. The lock mechanism on the doorknob will not release unless bolts are applied in conjunction with counterclockwise rotation of the key. The inside of the door is lined with 6 centimeters of industrial foam padding. Due to the results of the final exploration, see document 087-TECH-4. No personnel are permitted access to SCP-087. Description. SCP-087 is a unit platform staircase. Stairs descend on a 38-degree angle for 13 steps before reaching a semicircular platform of approximately 3 meters in diameter. Descent direction rotates 180 degrees at each platform. The design of SCP-087 limits subjects to a visual range of approximately 1.5 flights. A light source is required for any subjects exploring SCP-087, as there are no lighting fixtures or windows present. Lighting sources brighter than 75 watts have shown to be ineffective, as SCP-087 seems to absorb excess light. Subjects' reports and audio recordings confirm the distress vocalizations of what is presumed to be a child between the ages of... The source of the distress calls is estimated to be located approximately 200 meters below the initial platform. However... Any attempts to descend the staircase have failed to bring subjects closer to the source. The depth of descent calculated from Exploration 4, the longest exploration, is shown to be far beyond the possible structure of both the building and the geological surroundings. At this time, it is unknown if SCP-087 has an endpoint. SCP-087 has undergone four video-recorded explorations by Class D personnel. Each subject conducting an exploration has encountered a SCP-087-1 which appears as a face with no visible pupils, nostrils, or mouth. The nature of SCP-087-1 is entirely unclear, but it has been determined that it is not the source of the pleading. Subjects exhibit feelings of intense paranoia and fear when faced with SCP-087-1, but it is undetermined whether said feelings are abnormal or simply natural reactions. Addendum Over a period of two weeks following Exploration 4, several members of the staff and students from the (laughs) campus reported knocking at a variable rate of 1 to 2 seconds per knock, coming from the interior of SCP-087. 
The door leading to SCP-087 has been fitted with 6 centimeter thick industrial padding. All reports of knocking have ceased. Authorized personnel may refer to documents 087-TAC-1 through 087-TAC-4. All transcripts of explorations 1 through 4. Okay, so this is one of the most fucking creepy ones that you can... If you, if, if you listen to the narrative, like again, I've listened to these things on podcasts, I've seen them on YouTube channels, you're basically alone in the dark, but you don't know if you're fucking alone. Yeah, no, and it's, um, it's, it's not necessarily the, the dark, because you, you can have a light, it's just up to a certain degree yeah, what that you can see. <laughs> 75 watts 75 watts. It's and you're only allowed to see up to one and a half flights ahead of you. Yeah. No matter how much light you have. Yeah. And you always see something out of the corner of your eye. Mm-hmm. And you're constantly hearing this. Around. This fucking little kid. I need help. Will you come and help me? Yeah. Like, holy fuck, man. And no matter how fast you go, no matter how far you go. To me, that is like one of the more scary things. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is the fact that it doesn't end. Even if it ends in horror, you know it fucking ends. Mm-hmm. The fact that it might not ever fucking end. Who was who it? I, I remember being in high school and it was my English teacher who was like, how do you get through things? How do you get through hard times? And I remember telling him the fact that I know that it'll end. Mm-hmm. Eventually it'll fucking end. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. You know, that's, that's actually a really, really good way to look at things. But if you don't fucking know that, and that's why that kind of got me like, Man, this is going to go on forever. Like, mm-hmm. I could be bearded and, well, even bigger bearded, like white bearded, and never even finish this thing. Fuck that, man. Yeah. Or you run out of water and food and you just fucking die down there. Right. This little fucking white face thing looking at you. Yeah, and that, and that was one of, the, one of the things that I was telling Joe about earlier. I had no, known about this staircase and the extensiveness, I guess of it uh but i had never really known about scp 0871 which is a uh, dash one i'm sorry it's a a motorcycle apparently yeah <laughs> it's a motorcycle that meets you down there in the staircase facial figure with with no features really mm-hmm. no discernible features mm-hmm. that you see down in the, down there and it, it i <laughs> no 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 you're already hearing creepy little kids and seeing this figure and fuck that i would probably just give up in a corner and pee myself for the rest of my days because this is so creepy and i hate it mm-hmm. it's probably one of the only scps that legitimately freaks me out because number one claustrophobia i don't want to be stuck in a place that i know that i can't get out of kind of thing mm-hmm. and and this is this is one of those things when i think one d-class personnel got out didn't that female get out, but mm-hmm. then she was nuts mm-hmm. at the end? But, yeah, to what extent? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you go down here and, and you, you come out nuts? Like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, but when you're D-class personnel, you don't <laughs> have a fucking choice. You're not wrong. Now, I, thought, I also thought it was really cool that after the last, um, I guess we'll call it excursion, down into the staircase. Expedition 4. Expedition 4, as we'll call it. It was reported that you could hear knocking. Even though this door is padded and reinforced. Well, no. Th- well, they so they heard the knocking and then they padded it and they didn't hear the knocking anymore. So that means, I mean, I think I know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. Somebody was trying to get out. Right, 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 right. 
It was it it was it a person that was on a previous expedition trying to get out? I think it's whatever is making the so it knows humankind and be like if you hear a child in, in trouble, you're gonna go help it. Mm-hmm. Or try to. Ninety percent of the population is gonna fucking do that. Mm-hmm. But that didn't work. So now I'm gonna knock on this fucking door and have somebody open it, and I'm gonna suck you in or do whatever the fuck you, I'm gonna do. I don't know. Yeah, and also the cool thing about it too is is it's in a building. You know, just this this plain old what you would think is a plain old building. Oh yeah, it's just it's a building in a college. Yeah. Somewhere. We don't know because it was redacted. Redacted. Undisclosed. I get. I guess that just like gets down to the nitty gritty of SCPs, where it's 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 everyday life. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're around these things constantly, but you never know. It could just be an IKEA. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like no, no, that that yeah, we we. You pass by a janitorial thing. closet, you know, every day on your way to class. You don't know that that's the janitorial closet that leads down and to how, the staircase. Like, in real life, what if there's like just like a decaying body back there, like. Yeah. Fucking janitor went nuts, or a teacher went fucking nuts and just, like, hid this fucking kid back there. He was going to wear his skin later tonight. You have no fucking clue. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Literally. Bopping along on Bopping along. Oh, yeah. Get some milk for mama. Poking around. Poking around. No, I'm not poking around because I'm not opening those closed doors. Fuck that. I don't know. You open that closet door. Hey. hey! Move, I'm gay. <laughs> move, I'm gay with my gay Christmas tree. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Perfect. So the next one is my, I'm not going to say second favorite because I have like ten favorites. Right. But another one that I thought was really fucking interesting and just so weird and it makes you like want to dive into like psychology and what the fuck is going on. And it is SCP-096. Let's get into the database. Item number, SCP-096. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-096 is to be contained in its cell, a 5 meter by 5 meter by 5 meter airtight steel cube at all times. Weekly checks for any cracks or holes are mandatory. There are to be absolutely no video surveillance or optical tools of any kind inside SCP-096's cell. Security personnel will use pre-installed pressure sensors and laser detectors to ensure SCP-096's presence inside the cell. Any and all photos, videos, or recordings of SCP-096's likeness are strictly forbidden without approval of Dr. and O5. Description. SCP-096 is a humanoid creature measuring approximately 2.38 meters in height. Subject shows very little muscle mass, with preliminary analysis of body mass suggesting mild malnutrition. Arms are grossly out of proportion with the rest of the subject's body with an approximate length of 1.5 meters each. Skin is mostly devoid of pigmentation, with no sign of any body hair. SCP-096's jaw can open to four times the normal of an average human. Other facial features remain similar to an average human, with the exception of the eyes, which are also devoid of pigmentation. It shows no sign of any higher brain functions and is not considered to be sapient. 
SCP-096 is normally extremely docile, with pressure sensors inside of its cell indicating it spends most of its day pacing by the eastern wall. However, when someone views SCP-096's face, whether it be directly, via a recording, or even a photograph, it will enter a stage of considerable emotional distress. SCP-096 will cover its face with its hands and begin screaming, crying, and babbling incoherently. Approximately one to two minutes after the first viewing, SCP-096 will begin running to the person who viewed its face, who will from this point on be referred to as SCP-096-1. Documented speeds have varied from 35 kilometers an hour to kilometers an hour, and seems to depend on the distance from SCP-096-1. At this point, no known material or method can impede SCP-096's progress. The actual position of SCP-096-1 does not seem to affect SCP-096's response. It seems to have an innate sense of SCP-096-1's location. Note: This reaction does not occur when viewing artistic depictions. See document. Upon arriving at SCP-096-1's location, SCP-096 will proceed to kill SCP-096-1. 100% of cases have left no traces of SCP-096-1. SCP-096 will then sit down for several minutes before regaining its composure and becoming docile again. It will then attempt to make its way back to a neutral habitat. Due to the possibility of a mass chain reaction including breach of foundation security and large civilian loss of life, retrieval of subjects should be considered alpha priority. Dr. So has also petitioned for immediate termination of SCP-096, see interview 096-TAC-1. Termination order has been approved and it is carried out by Dr. on see incident 096-TAC-1-TAC-alpha. So, so, what did you think about the shy guy? I mean, do I relate? Maybe a little bit. You don't like people looking at your face? I don't. I mean, I don't like looking at your face, but you don't like when people look at your face? Just, like, please stop and, like, pay attention to, like, your own things. You know, like, I get that, like, shyness of it, and I don't know if that's, like, a thing that's come out as an adult, but I don't want people looking at me unless I'm really drunk and I'm singing karaoke. Selena, I'm telling you, nobody wants to look at you. Well, they do anyway. Because they have to. That's not Gross. true. It's like, I don't like... To be constipated, but sometimes you have to be. <laughs> sometimes the cheese, man. <laughs> sometimes the cheese. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I kind of relate, but, like, obviously not to this extent. You know what I mean? I, like, we were talking about it earlier. I don't, this, this whole COVID thing hasn't really affected me too much socially because I only hang out with, like, a total of, like, five humans. Because only five humans allow you in their bubble. That's not true. And when I mean like the bubble, I mean like the NBA bubble. <laughs> not just like a personal bubble. Stop. Nobody allows you there. Gross. Whatever. Weirdo. I'm just saying that I can kind of see where this guy's coming from. But that's the thing. Like you 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 don't you don't you don't get it. This guy has no higher brain function. No. It's just you see a picture of this fucking dude and he goes ape shit and he fucking kills you. Yes. Actually, we don't even know what he does. He kills you and or redacted. We don't even fucking know what he does. Does he eat you? Does he fucking... Take you to another dimension? Does he death by buffka? <laughs> exactly. All See? right. Um. No, there's actually a cool tale that I actually saw on the YouTube uh, SCP Illustrated. And it's basically like, so this dude is hiking with his buddy in like Russia or something. And then they like...
like stumble upon this cabin. A cabin. Sure. The fucking abandoned cabin in the middle of the woods. In Russia. In Russia, because that's how Russians do apparently. Yes. But no, he they they go and they kind of like explore, and he sees this picture. I think it's. Uh, I could be telling the story all wrong, but the main <laughs> points are on point. Sure. And then like he takes his picture off the wall and is like, "Oh, look at that! It's these two people skiing." And there's just this like black dot in the background amongst the white snow. Well, apparently that's SCP-096, our shy guy. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like in the containment and he's like, Mah! and he fucking just flips the fuck out. And this guy's like, oh, it's a cute little picture. Puts it down and he's going about his day, blah, 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 blah. Well, it takes like SCP-096 a day to get out of the fucking containment. But he gets the fuck out of containment. And he runs like through the ocean and into fucking Russia and he ends up killing this dude. Well, he kills this guy and then he kills his partner because his partner sees him. Mm-hmm. Sees his face. Mm-hmm. And then like by this time they're already in like another village. So like all these other fucking people are seeing his fucking face. So he starts slaughtering the village. So now the news knows about it. So the news comes by. Oh no. And they start broadcasting fucking Oh my god, look at this thing. It's fucking hideous. So this dude's fucking going nuts. He ended up, like, fucking slaughtering, like, a quarter of Russia. Because all those people watching the news at that time saw his fucking face, and he knew he had to go fucking do that. And the one of the weird things about it is, like, there was helicopters and tanks and shit fucking shooting at it, and it would, like, get fucked up, but it would keep on fucking going. Like, this thing was, like, You're basically... You're running like a titan from Attack on Titans. <laughs> <laughs> And that's actually how I fucking <laughs> like it's not it's not running like a fucking Olympic sprinter. It's right. just like ah! it's almost like a baby. If a baby like you know like when toddlers like run but then they fall over because their ba- their their heads are too big. Mm-hmm. Lee. Lee. <laughs> Shout out to our cousin Lee. <laughs> the big ass head. Um, no, I, I picture that him like running like that, but without like the big head to make him fall over mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and even if he does fall over he's just gonna like tumble and fucking keep on keep going on, yeah and I, I i feel like we've all been there as well you know somebody has i and i'm i'm going back to like maybe like high school middle school where somebody has like your phone and like you're texting your crush oh my god you know what i mean and then your friends take your phone and they're like i'm gonna send these things and you have that like burst of like adrenaline to where you're like no you're fucking not you know what i mean <laughs> and you just like fucking like hulk through their arms and like you tackle the person with your phone you know what i mean so like it's like that that deepest desire of please don't fucking do what i think you're gonna fucking do and 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 the sound that this guy makes i always think of it as the the alarm from um the blue meanie alarm. i was gonna say from the yellow submarine from la- yellow sub lalo from lalo submarine palo 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 submarine pillow <laughs> yellow um but no that that's like that's what i oh yeah yeah it's like a, it's uh, yeah if you don't know fucking look watch yellow submarine please do idiot please because it's you're not gonna regret it you might no but if you did you're wrong what are you gonna regret about so so the good puns phyllis <laughs> i used to date a sister who's sister phyllis <laughs> Um, so Sal, introduce our next, or our next and last hack 
of the SCP Foundation database. Here we have a gelatinous peanut butter-like amoeba-looking thing. I love him. What she means to say <laughs> is not all of them are bad. No. Some of them can be good. Yes. All right, so we have SCP-999, proving that not all SCPs are out to get you in the dark, in, in the, the night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Item number, SCP-999. Object class, safe. Special containment procedure. SCP-999 is allowed to freely roam the facility should it desire to, but otherwise must stay in its pen either between 8pm to 9pm for sleeping or during emergency lockdowns for its own safety. Subject is not allowed out of its pen at night or off facility grounds at any time. Pen is to be kept clean and food replaced twice daily. All personnel are allowed inside SCP-999's holding area but only if they are not assigned to other tasks at the time, or if they are on break. Subject is to be played with when bored and spoken to in a calm, non-threatening tone. Description. SCP-999 appears to be a large amorphous gelatinous mass of translucent orange slime, weighing about 54 kilograms with a consistency similar to that of peanut butter. Subject's size and shape is easily malleable and can change shape at will, though when at rest, SCP-999 becomes a rounded, oblate dome roughly two meters wide and one meter in height. The surface of SCP-999 consists of a thin, transparent membrane, similar to that of an animal cell, roughly half a centimeter thick, and is highly elastic, allowing SCP-999 to flatten portions of its body up to two centimeters thin. This surface also seems to be hydrophobic, although SCP-999 can willfully absorb liquids. See addendum SCP-999 Tech Alpha. The rest of SCP-999's body is filled with a viscous, orange substance of unknown chemical makeup, though it is capable of digesting organic materials with ease. Subject's temperament is best described as playful and dog-like. When approached, SCP-999 will often react with overwhelming elation, slithering over to the nearest person and leaping upon them, quote-unquote, hugging them with a pair of pseudopods while nuzzling the person's face with a third pseudopod, all the while emitting a high-pitched, gurgling, cooing sound. The surface of SCP-999 emits a pleasing odor that differs with whomever is interacting with it. Recorded scents include chocolate, fresh laundry, bacon, roses, and Play-Doh. Simply touching SCP-999's surface causes an immediate mild euphoria, which intensifies the longer one is exposed to SCP-999, and lasts long after separation. Subject's favorite activity is quote-unquote tickle wrestling, often by completely enveloping a person from the neck down and tickling them until asked to stop, though it does not always immediately comply with this request. Though injuries may occur, SCP-999 has never been found to purposefully attempt to harm others, and will immediately back away and contract its body into a quivering mound while gurgling in a matter similar to a whimpering dog, seemingly, quote-unquote, apologizing for hurting someone on accident. While the creature will interact with anyone, it seems to have a special interest in those who are unhappy or hurt in any way. Persons suffering from a crippling depression or PTSD, for example, have reported having a far more positive outlook on life after multiple interactions with SCP-999. The possibility of manufacturing antidepressants from SCP-999's slime is currently being discussed. In addition to its playful behavior, SCP-999 seems to love all animals, especially humans, refusing to eat any meat and even risking its own life to save others, on one occasion leaping in front of a person to take a bullet fired at them. 
Subject's intellect is still up for debate. Though its behavior is infantile, it seems to understand human speech and most modern technology, including guns. SCP-999's diet consists entirely of candy and sweets, with M&M's and NECA wafers being its favorites. Its eating methods are similar to those of an amoeba. Addendum SCP-999-TAC-Alpha Reminder to all staff, SCP-999 is to not consume caffeinated soft drinks of any kind. Last week someone gave SCP-999 a can of <laughs> along with its usual breakfast. Not only was it literally bouncing off the walls for half an hour, the carbonation made SCP-999 visibly queasy afterwards, and it refused to move or eat for the rest of the day. SCP-999 has thankfully recovered since, but the staff member in question has been reprimanded. So what's not to like about this guy? Like, t- tell me what's not to like about right? this guy. Like, I fucking I, love him. And, and, and that's another thing I like. So, that, like, this is goes along with, I don't know what SCP designation it is, but there's, like, a coffee machine that will, like, fill a coffee cup, like an instant coffee cup, with whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. How Cure is that bad? cancer. Boom. There you go. Yeah. It's just an anomaly. Yeah, in, it's, in it's just case. something that goes against, it's weird. And the fact that he could just, like, Picture yourself as, like, a security guard in the SCP Foundation, like, this containment area that this this SCP is at. And you're just, like, walking around. You're like, ah, oh, you're bopping around. Bopping around. Poking around. And this little dude fucking just, like, comes up. Purring at you, basically. Purring at you. <laughs> and you're like, hey, little guy. And you, like, pet him. You're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Like, you get, like, the pee shivers, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> That's what I always think so about you, it. So you went way, way more innocent than what I was. <laughs> well, the... Yeah, you don't want to get addicted. No. And anybody would. Like, who doesn't like to be happy? Absolutely. I mean, I don't... <laughs> Fun story. One time I had braces. Joe tickled me. I got carpet in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember this. And I said I had carpet in my mouth. And her name wasn't. Yeah. And Joe was the only person I was out to at the time. That's it. That's the funny story. I've got carpet in my (laughs) teeth. And I just couldn't fucking stop laughing. (laughs) Thank God mom and dad just thought that I was sadistic. (laughs) Who doesn't love those feelings? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't like getting tickled to the point where I'm going to pee myself. But also, I mean, it's a, it's a good time. But also, we made our cousin Alicia. Well, you didn't, because I, I don't even know if you were born yet. Probably not. But we were, in, we were camping, and we were in the back of my dad's truck. And all the cousins were back there, and we were just like... I, I might have been telling scary stories, but then it got to the point where, like, Alicia... I think Alicia, like, farted or something, and we all just started laughing at her. So she was laughing, and then we just kept it fucking going... And I don't know how to let things go, so I just kept making her laugh, and she kept on saying she was wearing pink leggings, and I remember that to this day. She had a little like bowl cut thing. Mhm, mhm. I was I was alive. I was an infant, but and, I was alive. And um, and I, I I wouldn't let it go, and she said, "I'm gonna pee. I'm gonna pee my pants. I can't." And then she peed her pants, and she got in so much fucking trouble. <laughs> so that's like a double whammy. Like I made you laugh. <laughs> So hard you pissed yourself. But also, you also got in trouble for it, so fuck yeah. Exactly. That's like extra points. Boom. Yeah, but who who doesn't like that? And and this thing smells a yeah. certain way to each individual person. Yeah, however you want it to fucking smell. Whatever's 
See, mine would be Chanel number five mm. because of grandma. And mine would be bacon and or Play-Doh. Look at me. Look <laughs> at me being all fucking sentimental and shit, and Selena's like, food. Yeah, absolutely. They're if both food. They're both food to Selena. <laughs> she ate fucking Play-Doh. I also ate lipstick. She ate and lipstick. And chapstick. She used to... She used to steal salt shakers out of the kitchen. So, like, we'd be at dinner, and Mom would be like, where the fuck are all my fucking salt shakers? <laughs> I would lick the top. And <laughs> Until they, they like, stuck. crusted over. <laughs> and they're all, like, hiding in different places in a room. Not that she could just steal one no. and just, like, suck on that one. I forgot about that one. I don't know where I put that. She had, like, fucking four salt shakers in a room. Why does my household have four salt shakers? I don't fucking know. That's not the bigger. That's not the biggest problem here. It's because they keep going missing. Because <laughs> mom kept on going to Walmart and buying new ones. Because <laughs> they were going missing. Absolutely. You fucking weirdo. And I would lick them until they got crusted. Yes. Not and then I would go steal another one. You could just lick because it got crusted with crusted with salt. Yeah. Not knowing that I could just lick it again and it would go away, but no, I had to go oh, steal another one because the salt stopped coming out. God damn it! God damn it! All right. So, so we only talked about two, about two, or about two, two each. Yeah, it's two each. So, give me a couple of your like honorable mentions that you like. If somebody were to go to this website and look at them, what would they? What 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 ones should they look up? Um, so, SCP zero one seven three is uh, also known as the sculpture. That one is yes. is definitely an interesting one that you guys could. Uh, get lost in scp-079 is an old ai that became sentient uh it's also really good um scp-0113 is the gender switcher and just the name itself you're welcome if you're interested go go check it out and uh also one of my favorites um non-destructive non non-harmful in any way is scp-0131 they are also called the iPods. And some of mine are, uh, I got SCP-055, which is the anti-meme. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a picture that people immediately forget mm-hmm. about. They have no recollection looking at this. Yeah. And it's a, it's a picture, so mm-hmm. there's documentation of it, but you don't. Well, you, but also, like, I think you have to... I haven't read the story in a while, but I think you have to like observe somebody observing it for hmm. it to stay on record. Um, next is SCP-507, which is one of my f- absolute fucking favorites. The only reason I didn't put this in the episode is because it's super fucking long, the, the whole do- the documentation of it. And it is the reluctant dimension hopper. Mm-hmm. And it's this guy who just spontaneously hops dimensions. And he's just like, I don't know how to do it. It just happens. And if you're touching him at the time that it does it, then you go with him, and he never comes back with somebody else. Like, they always end up... Staying there. Staying there or dying. Yeah. SCP-682, Hard to Destroy Reptile. This one's cool just because it's, like, an indestructible reptile. But also the fact that, like, Ryder... So they... They've had this SCP, and then they put this guy with the shy guy, and they're like, hey, we need to destroy these guys. They're both indestructible. Let's see if that's fucking true. And for like a week, they just like went at each other, and neither of them died. Also, there's a really funny tale. Tale? I was going to say an interview, but it's not. 
uh, where they where they put the tickle monster and the indestructible lizard together, and it's, <laughs> it's and the awesome. indestructible lizard like he can talk and <laughs> he's very mad the fact <laughs> that this thing is making him feel happy, yeah. and he eats everybody. It's afterwards. it's so good. It's so good. Um, SCP one zero six, the old man. This one's like super fucking creepy. So it's almost like it's a it's an emaciated old fucking man with a, like a permanent grin, and he like uses this viscous black oily fluid to kind of just like move through objects and move through dimensions. And See, if and he I'm catches you unawares, like he'll pull you back into his little pocket dimension and keep you alive for X amount of years times. I don't know, but you never come back out. No, and I haven't. I haven't looked too much into that one, but I, there's probably a reason. Five oh seven actually runs into one oh six at one point during during one of his tales. Hmm. Um, I have SCP three zero zero eight, the perfectly normal IKEA, which I love. So this this guy goes into IKEA and then ends up staying in IKEA forever. Looking just looking for that meatball, man. Yeah, just looking for the well. So and and when I say perfectly, so he stays in this IKEA, and he's like, I should have found the fucking exit by now. It's like nine, uh, fucking nine a.m. the next fucking morning. Mm-hmm. Why the fucking? Why well, haven't I met anybody else? Well, apparently there's a bunch of other fucking people that have gotten stuck in this IKEA, and yeah, <laughs> and they like form a civilization. Fucking great. Uh, the next one is SCP. One zero zero zero, Bigfoot. Yes, and it's awesome. Like it's a, that, that one's another good one. That you t- you take a classic, tall tale, a classic myth, and you make it. You you revamp it a little bit, and you make it modern. Fucking love that. SCP six one zero, the flesh that hates. Now this is one of my fucking favorites because it's a end of the world type scenario, and it's basically this flesh that gets on you it devours you basically turns you into like a flesh monster and then you infect other people and you kind of like absorb them it's 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 fucking nuts it's yeah. almost like akira like when akira like it's all fucking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean just fucking good. weird shit like all of these are fucking up? good guys fucking go look this shit up especially during the spoopy season yeah, if you guys are looking for something new to read, if you've already read all of Stephen King, if you've already seen every movie or TV show that is spoopy on the interwebs, this is this is good entertainment for for hours, literally, because there's so much content out there that you guys could just days. So bringing it back to some form of reality, or is it all just an elaborate hoax? You decide. For the Sensational Siblings, this is Player 2 signing off for Player 1 saying, Stay safe. Stay sane. And stay nerdy. Nerdy on, Joe. Nerdy on, Cell. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerding. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> also, listen to us, or uh, subscribe to us on Instagram at Much Ado, Ner- uh, Much Ado About Nerding Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do that. Socials. Socials. Go check them out.